Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. How you doing? Uh, maybe the biggest headline of the day, OPEC got together and decided to cut back on uh, production by about 2 million barrels per day. Going to drive up oil prices, which is going to drive up gas prices with less than five weeks go to an election. Gas is already headed the wrong direction. So we'll see how that plays. Spicy times indeed. And uh, to discuss uh, the news of the day and the state of the nation, please welcome Chris Steyerwalt. Writer for the Dispatch Newsletter, Steyerwaltisms is a columnist, terrific. He's a senior fellow at the American Enterprise Institute, and he is the author of a fabulous-sounding book, Broken News, Why the Media Rage Machine Divides America and How to Fight Back. Chris, how are you? I like that my book is fabulous-sounding. I think that's really good. I'm I'm, I'm happy in the space of being fabulous-sounding. And I also want to say how great it is to talk to Californians who understand how shattered and broken California's uh, referendum and recall system is and how that's different than what we're supposed to do in this country. So I'm very happy to be with you. Well, the idiotic bullet train is indictment enough for anybody to end the system immediately. Uh, but there's plenty more evidence to pile on, yeah. We're not smart do enough to govern lower, ourselves. Do you, want, do you want lower taxes or less spending? Yes. 
We actually were just talking about how California has, uh, they, they, they rank the roads. California has the worst roads in the entire country. And I've lived in California for 25 years, and I don't know how many taxes have been added on to various things to fix the I'm roads. I'm a West Virginian. I don't live in West Virginia, but I'm a West Virginian. We got your money. We appreciate it. Thanks to the federal, thanks to the federalized system. Uh, we got your money. Thanks, thank, thanks, guys, for letting us have your money. It's really yeah. the the the, the um, California is, is a testament to the fact that good weather is really important to people. And I love going to California. I love going to California. <laughs> Girlfriend is a Californian. It's really important to America that California be California. But if it wasn't for the good weather, I don't think it would, I, I, I don't think we'd be having the same conversation. I'm sorry. So we're happy to have you on, Chris Starwalt. Tell us what your book is about. Well, I, I don't think anybody disagrees with the central premise of my book, which is that the, it's called broken news, right? Nobody, nobody thinks that the way that we get and consume news is good, right? Um, and I think most of us want it to be better. How do we do that? How do we get there? And I think the answer is, obligation and i know obligation is not a fun word and i know that's not how we're supposed to make stuff but as journalists the three of us owe something special to the constitution we owe something special to uh the founders and the million people who died in defense of this country and our liberty we have that special obligation but we have an obligation to each other right uh, out of uh, filial love, brotherly or sisterly love, we have a little obligation to each other, which is it doesn't matter. Well, can I, can I make a, a very obvious point, mm-hmm. which is that um, Del Taco has the best fries. It's true. The rest of America should know that it's true. That Del Taco fries are the best fries. It's just it's what sort of monster orders fries to go with a taco, though? Come on. Oh, have you not had Del Taco fries? I, th- I, I just found out that Del Taco has fries 15 seconds ago. So wow! Oh wow! I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I came on your show. Wow. <laughs> that's yeah. Really well, sho- that's a really shocking place for you to be. So Del Taco has the best fries of any fast food restaurant in America. It's stupendous but yeah okay. I, just, I don't know it just it's it feels like ordering refried beans with a hamburger i just uh, can you correct him or is there somebody that can stop him or <laughs> anyway do you have a, do, are you tying this into the founders and journalism or was this just an aside it's okay it's okay if we can't we'll just press on we'll press on but they're the best they're the best fries they are the crinkle cut best fries. They're the most important French fries. It's really good. So. Del Taco is clearly hacked into this phone call. So, Chris, we are actually insufferably sincere about uh, what you were talking about and the fact that you ought to put the Constitution and the and the good of your countrymen before my new moniker. Insufferably sincere. I'm keeping that. <laughs> <laughs> but there's one thing to be said for ginning up rage. Whether you are a media publication or a talk show host or a politician, it's profitable as hell. Yes, but my point about the fries, which you're wrong about and weird, uh, <laughs> is I don't care what people eat. They should go do it. 
They should go enjoy their great lives. They should go be happy with themselves, and God bless them. And it doesn't really affect me. But if you don't have the right informational diet, if you do not experience information the right way, it has consequences for me as your fellow American. Mm. And people owe a debt to their fellow Americans. Um, I know that when I get on my soapbox and talk about journalism, that it can be too much and that my fellow journalists and I are ridiculous in many ways. Like we get, we, we get to be ridiculous in many ways. But that part is true which is that we owe each other a thing that out of like Ronald Reagan's closing address or his farewell address, he said, if you love America, you have to love Americans. And if you love Americans, you have to like do this right. You, this is a part of it that you have to do right. And you have to hear the, you have to get news in a way that is wholesome. You have to eat good French fries. Like, Eat better French fries, bro. Like you have to, you have to do that. Like it counts for other people, and it can't just all be Arby's. Yeah. Well, we talk about this topic practically every day. It comes up in some form. So you've got the, uh, you know, the clickonomics and everything. You've got the the reason for the media to want to feed crappy French fries to Americans because there's a lot of money in it, and the and the people want it so bad. Apparently. Um, how do you break out of that cycle? When night, uh, when, uh, the first radio station in America, KDKA, um, had its first presidential election broadcast in 1924, they did it from the roof of the Westinghouse building in Pittsburgh. There were no radios within, uh, this is my favorite, my favorite fact in my book, uh, is there were no radios within the the zone to hear that broadcast. No one could have heard it. It was empty. <laughs> We've had shows that felt like that. <laughs> hill, 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 hill. Um, by 1940, 90% of houses in America had radios. And we're not doing great, right? I don't, I'm, I don't tell anybody we're doing great. I don't, I don't pretend that it's fine, but, it takes time to get better at this. It takes a lot of time to get better at this. And we are really just starting with these hand computers that we carry around, that we assume as since only 2008, as just the way that the, the world is, the way that life is. We are struggling to get better at it. I, well, I'm sorry, to, I'm sorry to bring down your morning show, but I will just say this. I've had way too many opportunities to quote Abraham Lincoln's uh, speech to the Young Men's Lyceum of Springfield, which is, we will either endure for all time as a nation of free men, or we will die by suicide. And those, are the, 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 those options remain exactly the same number of options. And I think we'll do the right thing, but to quote, to quote unquote, um, as Winston Churchill said, you can always rely on the American people to do the right thing after exhausting every other possible outcome. Yeah, I just, I fear that the culture has moved so radically from an us culture to a me culture. Um, I just, that, that feeling of collective responsibility to each other, I just, I fear it has evaporated. I, I hope I'm wrong. Well, you, well, like, I, I hope you're wrong, too. 
um, and we may fail. And I think the, the as, as we would say in West Virginia, the best way to get good at something fast is to play for more than you can afford to lose. And mm-hmm. I think January 6, 2021, Americans have understood that we could have a different, like there's a different outcome that's possible. Uh, one of the things I liked least about Barack Obama was uh, the arc of history narrative that he used. I don't think there's an arc of history. I think we get to pick. And sometimes mm-hmm. we pick thing. And I think that Americans will choose the correct outcome. I think Americans will choose a republic, but it's not a guarantee, and we better act like it. There you go. Chris Steyerwall, author of Broken News, Why the Meteor Age Machine Divides Divides America and How to Fight Back. It is fabulous sounding. Chris, thanks so much for the time. Good luck with the book. (laughs) Thank you, guys. You got it. Good to talk uh, to you. The whole arc of history, you know, the Martin Luther King Jr. quote is the arc of history is uh, long and it bends toward justice. And Barack Obama quoted various versions of that thing that that's what he was referring to. And uh, is there any reason to think that's true or can things just go to hell and stay hellish for a very, very long time? And uh, uh, I think looking back on history, you can see that that could be the case. See the Middle Ages, the Dark Ages. Um, uh, I... You know, he says he thinks people woke up uh, with January 6th with sort of a feeling we could lose this. I don't think that happened. Some people thought that. And usually only one direction politically. Yes, yes. And folks on the other side, looking in the other direction, disputed that that was at all the case in the same way that during the rioting uh, in the wake of the George Floyd killing, was utterly defensible and fine and good, and you didn't have to wear your COVID mask, and it's a peaceful, mostly peaceful protests, et cetera, et cetera, on one side of the aisle. And on the other side, it was our cities are burning. So if we can't even stand shoulder to shoulder, look at the same event unfolding and overlap our descriptions of it at all, again, I hope I'm wrong, but I'm not super optimistic. There's one thing that you can do to help out journalism, I think. Don't click on obvious stupid clickbait stories. If the story is, this woman got kicked off the plane for being too hot, and you click on it, you're only going to get more of that crap. If you want to see a hot chick, just Google hot chicks. But don't affect the news by doing it, all right? Well, that's that's not the rage machine. That's the breast is machine. That's or a different topic. priority machine of what, what, they, what they feed us. Anyway, um... Yeah. Uh, They feed us fries with tacos, apparently. I got to admit. On a side, I'm still trying to grasp. I'll probably end up having some Del Taco fries. Again, I've only known that they existed for about five minutes. Uh, But I'll have to give that a whirl. Uh, More on the way. Stay with us. Armstrong and Getty. Perusing the text line, it would seem we have an elephant in the room to deal with. Yes, yes. I'm not much of a tap dancer, but you're about to hear some. Um, Our interview interview with Chris Steyerwalt, who we think very highly of, it had an odd energy to it. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Structurally, 
stylistically, it, it was quirky. I like that. It had an odd energy. <laughs> yes, it did. I've had that odd energy quite a few times in my life. I had to give it up. Oh, boy. I don't think there's any need to to put a finger on the odd energy or the... The uh, structural, uh, what am I trying to say? The the uh, odd left turns taken. Yes, it's but a- my point about the fries, which you're uh. wrong about and weird. Uh, <laughs> it is- <laughs> it's a little early in the day to have an odd energy, isn't it? Um, I'm Again, I'm not going there. Or is it late at night? I don't know. It depends on where you are. I'm just saying uh, folks seem to notice that there was a, uh, a quirkiness uh, well, to the conversation. If practically every email and text says the same thing, it's not just our perception. Right? Yeah, but they're not being aired. We, we have a responsibility. First, do no harm. Uh, because we have a powerful, powerful voice that echoes across the cosmos. Right. I advise restraint. Yeah? Okay. And I, I, I love Chris. If you're uh, just joining us, uh, um, uh, you can get the pod, get this in podcast form, Armstrong and Getty On Demand. You can hear the interview we did and then, you know, make draw your own conclusions or tell us what you think about the odd forward to, Looking forward to reading the book. It's intriguing. Uh, would have enjoyed talking about the book. Would like to have heard more about it. Yeah. Yes, we should get or to, anything. We should, we should get somebody on to talk about. It. <laughs> oh boy, probably enough said. I'm, I'm yeah, thinking. probably. Well, we just had we just we felt like we had to acknowledge we we're getting enough texts and emails and everything like that. Oh we felt gosh, we had yeah. to acknowledge that yeah we we heard what you heard or something like that and yeah so we're uh, yeah we weren't you know completely oblivious to what was going on. No, certainly not. No. Indeed. And it's one of the most important topics that we talk about on a regular basis. So, as you know, we highly suggest you buy the book. Well, yeah, and the flow chart is the, uh, the Silicon Valley geniuses, the social media geniuses, figured out that the best way to increase engagement, increase clicks, increase everything that made them money was rage and outrage. And they, you know, transmitted that knowledge to politics, to the major media, etc. And so we now have a hyper profitable rage machine that is putting us, pitting us against each other, putting us at each other's throats for their fun and profit, even as it it tears the country apart. I think it's a terrible, terrible, you know, poison afflicting American life. You know, what we're not doing is something that we used to do early on in the Armstrong and Getty show years ago, because we've been doing this for like, 25 years. We used to have guests on for some reason, and then as soon as they hung up, we'd just badmouth them for like an entire segment. Well, if they, if it was bad. Well, we had a lot yeah. of sucky guests, I think was a problem. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, indeed. Yeah. But to even suggest, I mean, I wouldn't even suggest that, because that no. would be to suggest that the previous interview was somehow... Bad, and I'm not willing to go there. No, and he's he had an the, odd energy about it. He's with the, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'd say so. I'd say so. No, nah, he's a smart guy, and I'll bet the book's terrific. I seriously mean that. Yeah. And uh, get some sleep or something. <laughs> well, that's good advice for everyone, Jack. <laughs> yes, it is. It's just good advice for everyone. Thank you. Uh, again, if you missed the interview, you can grab it in podcast form. Armstrong and Getty On Demand. we got much more to uh, to finish up strong with, so uh, stay here. Armstrong and Getty. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So two newsy things you should know about that have happened uh, while we've been on the air. One, OPEC got together and they did decide to cut back on oil production by 2 million barrels per day. That's going to drive up the price of a barrel of oil, which is their whole point, so they can make more money. It's going to drive up gas in the United States with five weeks to go before the election. So, And apparently the White House was really lobbying hard to keep them from doing that, but fist bumping with MBS aside, they went ahead and raised uh, the price. Um, The other thing is, so North Korea fires a missile yesterday, longest range missile they've ever fired, right over Japan. South Korea decides we need to have a little show of uh, our military might today, and they had a missile failure. The thing went off kilter and smashed into the ground and exploded. Oh, no. Causing tremendous panic. In South Korea, as people thought, you know, North Korea had fired a missile at them. So it took a while to figure that whole thing out. I just watched the video. It's quite the 
visual spectacle, their own missile crashing into the ground and exploding. Yeah, It looks wow. like you got attacked. Boy, you hate to have a show of strength and you fall on your face. Right. You really do. Yeah. yeah. Speaking well, of Del Taco fries. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't think we were. Well, we uh, weren't. We weren't back then either. And it just no. came up out of nowhere. <laughs> uh, let's move on. Please, I'm <laughs> so uh, nobody is covering this story. And it will. we will reap bitter, bitter fruit from it. It's the Biden administration's Title IX rule uh, changing. Title IX, the uh, the thing that affects college sports and, and women's programs and the rest of it. Um, their controversial Title IX rule uh, rule clarification received a record-breaking 163,000 comments uh, when there were four days left in the public comment period. Hundreds of thousands of comments. And it shocks me that nobody's talking about this, but the Defense of Freedom Institute put out a, dir- a dozen dirty defects to President Biden's proposed Title IX rule. Um, it's an it, awful overreach of the 1972 Title IX, which you just wanted to ensure that women's programs were funded mm-hmm. in colleges. So here are the dirty dozen defects. Biden's Title IX proposal expands the scope of, quote, discrimination on the basis of sex under uh, the title to include discrimination on the basis of gender identity. This change will require schools, colleges, and universities to allow biological males who identify as females to compete in women's and girls' sports. So 100% required by federal law. Wow. It tramples parental rights in K-12. through Biden's uh, proposal requires K-12 through schools to accept a child's gender identity regardless of biological sex without requiring the approval of or notification to the child's parents. So this is a, still just a proposal, or has this already happened? No, this is the... You, you announce the rules, and then there's public comment uh-huh. on them, and then you, you put out your final ones. I don't okay. know precisely how it works, but it threatens free speech and academic freedom. Biden's Title IX proposal defines sexual harassment so broadly that it will require K-12 through officials to police and punish the use of pronouns oh, and allow boy. colleges and universities to twist Title IX into a de facto campus speech code that cancels debate, shuts down free speech and classroom discussion, and severely erodes academic freedom. To even question some of the doctrine of critical theory and queer theory and the rest of it as seen as sexual uh, harassment. Biden's Title IX proposal turns Title IX coordinators into all-powerful campus commissars empowered to monitor day and night the conduct and speech of students, faculty, and staff while constantly on patrol for perceived violations under the proposed regulations. And it brings back the whole Grand Inquisitor thing. It allows for the schools to use a single investigator model, meaning that the schools can use the same school official as the investigator, prosecutor, judge, and jury in any Title IX investigation and disciplinary proceedings. Well, all that's, I don't know about all that stuff, but a lot of that stuff will get challenged, won't it, in the courts? Yeah, it will. It absolutely will. Yeah, but that takes a long time, and a lot of young people get hurt in the meantime or cowed into compliance with the, you know, radical doctrine. 
it allows the Title IX coordinator to conceal evidence. And the Trump administration did some great work on this, and this is overturning it. Uh, it fails to require Title IX coordinators to turn over to students uh, in Title IX proceedings all of the evidence uncovered by the school in an investigation. If a college student requests the evidence, he or she will only receive evidence that the Title IX coordinator deems to be, quote, relevant and not otherwise impermissible. A recipe for abuse and lack of fairness because you know that the the colleges and the schools will appoint somebody from their diversity, equity, and inclusion and women's rights issues uh, apparatus as that grand inquisitor. They will be activists always. It tosses the idea of live hearings and cross-examinations, does not require colleges or universities to uh, make any of this public, If a school does have a live hearing with cross-examination, the Title IX coordinator can still prohibit any questions that he or she determines are unclear or harassing. Another recipe for abuse and lack of fairness. It imposes a lower standard of evidence for students. It, uh, the proposal requires the preponderance of evidence standard uh, to throw people out of school. They don't have to prove it beyond a reasonable doubt or whatever. It gives special favors to teachers unions. It opens the door to an avalanche of complaints. It applies outside the United States, bizarrely. Um, and it lays the groundwork for abortion as a civil right under Title IX. Mm. It directs schools, colleges, and universities to make, quote, reasonable modifications for students because of pregnancy or related conditions. Yet nothing in the text of the proposed rule prevents the Education Department from requiring institutions to provide abortion counseling and services to students as a reasonable modification, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So it's just it is a radical restructuring by fiat, by executive fiat, of the way students and faculty and staff are handled on college campuses. You're going to see people persecuted and and thrown out of school for the flimsiest of allegations or or saying, I'm not going to do the pronoun thing. Right. Unbelievable. Well, this will be fun to watch. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, By the way, on the news that I mentioned that the the OPEC, Countries announced they're going to cut back on oil production. Michael McFowl, who's on cable news all the time, is the former ambassador to Russia or Ukraine. One of those. Um, he said, so disappointing at this pivotal moment in history, the Saudis are siding with Putin and against us. So he's reading this as the Saudis siding with Putin. I assumed it was just a financial decision that we want the price of oil to be higher. We'll make more money. It could be helping Putin also. But he sees it as siding with Putin, so uh, I hmm. would hope that that's not what's going on there. Hmm. What are they getting in return? That can't. It can't be deliberately to do that. Uh, the, the the most successful um, military actions Russia has taken in recent days are using those Iranian drones to attack to attack deep inside of Ukraine. So they're they're teamed with Iran. They can't be on Saudi. Can't be backing a country that's teamed with Iran. No, you wouldn't think so. And Iran is also in OPEC, interestingly enough. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't, uh, I need to know more. I'm, I'd be, uh, you know, taking a shot in the dark trying to explain it. I just assumed that, you know, again, they wanted to make more money. Right, which uh, I still am going with. But uh, the, uh, the one thing that is certain, the price of gas is going to go even higher. Uh, California is one cent shy of the record currently. And uh, so we'll set a new record this week, and uh, the whole country probably is within weeks. Going to have record high gas prices, even higher than it was back in June. So, yay. 
And of course, California gas, going gas prices are soon to be like three dollars and fifty cents more expensive than the lowest prices per gallon. Right. I mean, not three fifty a gallon. Three fifty a gallon more expensive than the lower priced states. Right, which is astounding. Oh yeah, and that's that's the average. Keeping in mind that like the North Coast and the more rural parts of the vast California landscape, it's going to be eight, nine, ten dollars a gallon. Already is in some places, and everything gets uh, trucked around, and people are buying fuel for all that, and it's going to be more expensive. Yeah, everything's going to go up at a time, and inflation is high. So, this will be an exciting uh, next couple of weeks, won't it? We will we will finish strong. Coming up next, Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Armstrong and Getty Show. 
And finally, rapper Snoop Dogg announced yesterday he will release a cannabis-infused onion ring snack called Snazzle O's. So if you like marijuana and you like onion rings, you don't say. If Wow. Snoop is really cashing in lately, isn't he? He had those That's Snoop something loops. close to a, a perpetual motion machine, isn't it? Snoop loops. Marijuana-infused onion rings? You never <laughs> stop. And, uh, and then he got into his mom's food, his mom's cooking, so that's another food line for him, and now he's going with this. Snoop Dogg is the new Betty Crocker. Wow. So have you been following the Elon Musk uh, Twitter sale thing? I just saw the headline. It, it certainly looks like it's going to happen, although I feel like I've read that headline a whole bunch of different times, and then it didn't. He's, he's, mm-hmm. offering the, he's making the original offer. Um, but, uh, stock reacted pretty well. So, um, I guess we'll see what happens. Uh, what, what I wonder about it, and I've wondered since the beginning is what it's going to do to Elon Musk's, uh, mojo or, or his vibe or is just his look and everything like that. I feel like if he takes over Twitter and he lets Trump back on, which he has uh, said that he would do because he wants to be more, um, you know, open to more points of view is his whole thing, but it'll just be seen as, him being pro-Trump, I think. And I think he is immediately is going to be, uh, uh, you know, the other to half the country. And uh, I don't know how long you get to be the world's richest man if you've turned off half the United States politically. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it does um, to the Tesla brand. I, just all that st- sort of stuff. Yeah, Tesla is certainly vulnerable because cars are such a uh, an expression of your personality. Right, right. and so far to... they've been they've been an expression of I'm green and care about the environment. But if people right. perceive them of the it's an expression of I'm pro Trump, then it's a completely different thing. Yeah, I'm green and love the environment, and I've got a fair amount of money. In the case of you know most Teslas, but right. um, you know I was just reading that um, uh, the Hubble Space Telescope has been descending. Uh, year after year, and in a few years, I can't remember how many, it'll actually get too low and descend into the atmosphere and burn up, and it has plenty of useful life left. And Elon Musk, SpaceX, went to NASA and said, hey, we can boost it up 50 miles if you want. Here's how we would do it. I mean, we have to perfect the technology, but are you interested? And they're studying the idea. Then they have to put it out to the bids and procurement process. So you can't just have Elon Musk say, hey, do you want to use one of my rockets? Here's what it'll cost you and mm. do it. It's kind of an elaborate, you know, anti-corruption you know, rigmarole you have to go through. But, um, you know, SpaceX, I think, is going to continue to be an amazing player on the scientific stage. Um, and what are his other big endeavors these days? The whole well, yeah. Hyperloop thing just kind of went away, didn't it? Um, yeah, I think he's given up on that. But he's still working on the uh, uh, various kinds of robots mm, right. and and the ability for the mind to control the computer, the Neuralink, that whole thing. Um, but going to Mars, from what I understand, is his, pa- his real passion. And uh, we'll see. He's a young man. Yeah, well, that's a good point. Um, becoming an international diplomat is probably not his future. He offered a quote-unquote peace plan for the Russia-Ukraine war uh, via a Twitter poll. Uh, The Internet was not impressed, writes the Washington Post. His proposal set off a firestorm online, drawing in Ukrainian diplomats, Russian officials, fans of the billionaire entrepreneur, and even a couple of presidents. It came the same day as Russia's parliament voted to formalize Moscow's illegal annexation of four regions of the Ukraine, etc., etc., 
Uh, Musk suggested redo elections of annexed regions under U.N. supervision. Russia leaves if that is the will of the people. Point two, Crimea, formerly part of Russia, uh, formally, as it has been since 1783, until Khrushchev's mistake. Here, Musk was repeating a selective version of the history of the Crimean Peninsula, one that closely aligns with the Kremlin's. He didn't, of course, acknowledge the 1994 Budapest Memorandum, in which Russia agreed to respect Ukraine's territorial integrity, including Crimea. Moscow annexed Crimea in 2014. That was the the whole nukes thing, right? So Ukraine agreed to give up their nukes, and and, and Russia... Uh, and the rest of the world took them off of Ukraine's hands with Russia agreeing there that, you know, we'll leave them alone. And they violated that. And that's the trouble with agreements. They're good as long as, uh, as somebody wants to allow them to be good. His final two points called for Ukraine to remain neutral and for the water supply to Crimea to be assured. This is highly likely to be the outcome in the end. Just a question of how many die before then, Musk said of his plan. 1.6 million votes were cast in the Twitter poll, with 63% voting no and 37% voting yes. Uh, The official Twitter account of Ukraine's parliament responded simply, no. The Ukrainian ambassador to Germany had some choice words for Musk. F off is my very diplomatic reply to you, at Elon Musk. Wow. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky put up a Twitter poll of his own. Which Elon Musk do you like more? One who supports Ukraine or one who supports Russia? Zelensky put that up? Yes. Wow. His personal account. Uh, amid the harsh response, Musk doubled down. Let's try this then. The will of the people who live in the Donbass and Crimea should decide whether they're part of Russia or Ukraine. He tweeted with a yes or no poll. To this, Lithuanian president Jitanis Nozeda fired back, Dear Elon Musk, when someone tries to steal the wheels of your Tesla, it doesn't make them the legal owner of the car or of the wheels, even though they both claim to have voted in favor of it. Just saying. That's a good one. Russian officials, on the other hand, were much more receptive to Musk's tweets, which parroted some Kremlin talking points in Ukraine. Kremlin spokesman Dmitry Peskov told reporters on Tuesday, We consider it very positive. Such a person as Musk is looking for ways out of situation around Ukraine. Former Russian President Dmitry Medvedev also gave his kudos to Musk on Telegram, sarcastically suggesting that the Tesla owner is in fact an, a Russian agent. Wow. Boy. So it didn't go over well. He's freewheeling that Elon Musk. You I'd gotta say. give him that. Almost finished. Let's get ready. Final thoughts with Armstrong and Getty. Here's your host for final thoughts, Joe Getty. What I especially like about that one is that it's it's musically quite capable and the lyrics are unforced. They're nicely rendered. Mm. My highest grade. Let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew. Michelangelo, lead us off, would you? Yeah, we got the Russian war. We got high gas prices. We're living in spicy times, just like the spicy sandwich at Wendy's. You see what I did? We need more fast food references. Evoking the fascinating Chris Starwell. I'm sorry. Yes, if you didn't hear it, get the podcast Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Yeah, our uh, four of the show, segment one. Ah, young Alex is our behind-the-scenes producer. Alex, what's your final thought? You know, speaking of Chris Starwald, I'm just going to come out and say it. He's not wrong about the fries, and Del Taco has a pretty damn good cheeseburger, too. Okay. I know. You're not really? Del Taco has cheeseburgers? Yeah, I know. It's like ordering a salad at McDonald's, but it's a really good cheeseburger. Okay. 
The tacos are just so great. Uh, Jack, a final thought for us? I feel like there's something really refreshing with Aaron Judge setting the non-steroid home run record yesterday, and everybody seeming to acknowledge that as the real record and just ignoring the steroid era. I didn't know America had that in it anymore to uh, to, to, to shun the steroid era the way, the way we apparently have. I like that. Yeah, my final thought is I joined a civic organization recently, a nice group of fellows that does good work in the community, but uh, a significant chunk are retired, and uh, there was a bit of an occasion last night, and uh, gosh dang it, it's a dangerous thing to hire to hang around uh, retired guys if you're not retired. They don't give a damn about tomorrow morning. No, they probably don't. That's the whole point of being retired, right? I got to be ready for work tomorrow, I said. My buddy Bob says, you know when I'm going back to work? Never. <laughs> Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So many people who thank so little time, go to armstrongandgetty.com. We have got a lot of good clicks, including the aforementioned podcast. You can get some A&G swag there. Drop us an email, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Click away. We've had some legendary interviews over the years. Maybe one today. We will see tomorrow. God bless America. Armstrong and Getty. Listen up, Jack Wagon. Hear me plainly. <laughs> Phenomenal. So let's go out with a bang. I'm going to make a very obvious point. Del Taco has the best fries. It's true. The rest of America should know that it's true. I don't know. It just it's, it feels like ordering refried beans with a hamburger. Can you correct him, or is there somebody that can stop him? Or- <laughs> <laughs> On that high note, thank you all very much. Armstrong and Getty. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.